Hi there, this is Dan Delta Collins. You're listening to Wandering DMs. Wandering DMs is broadcast live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash wanderingdms and also youtube.com slash wanderingdms. We hope you enjoy the show. Everyone, you get it right the end, Paul. I'm Paul, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Dan, and we're so happy that you joined us today on Wandering DMs because we're going to do another attempt at our dungeon design dash, where we attempt to design an entire dungeon in one single hour. Uh, we've tried this uh, in season three, and uh, we did not succeed. We took our best shot at it, but it took us two episodes. It took us two hours, and we expected to just take one. So today, we're gonna we're gonna pull on our girdles and uh, try to get the whole thing in one hour this time. So so buckle up and get ready for that, kids. <laughs> yeah, so stop lollygagging, Dan. Let's get going. Uh, let's, let's talk <laughs> right. about very quickly what we have on hand. I've got uh, my Matt Fitch Adventure Design desk book here, uh, volumes one and two. Um, you've got some charts, yeah. I have some... my copy of original D&D here uh, for that. I have uh, some some printouts from other, from other things, and I have uh, copious spreadsheets that I'm looking at on my other monitor right now. And we have dice. I have uh, game science. Uh, sharp dice here, so <laughs> we're doing this fairly, as fairly as possible, yep. except for that one that I just lost. Okay, that one's going to be biased, but, but, <laughs> but other than that, it's going to be totally fair what we're doing here today. Awesome. <laughs> for folks who want to follow along, we will. Uh, there will be links to the books that we use for this stuff in the in the video itself, uh, in the video description. Uh, so feel free to follow along, but uh, we'll try to put whatever we can on screen when possible. But it may just be us reading a lot of books and, and shouting at each other. Uh, so let's start with a map. Let's start with a map, Dan. I'm trying. I'm trying to. Yes. I'm trying to hit the gas so we can get this done in an hour. Please uh, do. I believe, Paul, that you have picked a map from our one of our heroes of map making course, Dice and Logos, that we like to pick. So a, a a map with a hexagonal theme, which is re really warms my heart, Paul. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. There's uh there's uh yes yeah, so nine nine rooms, a uh, nice little dungeon here. Some interesting details going on. You can see I've pre-numbered all the rooms and whatnot, so we're ready to ready to go. And Dan, before this, you and I discussed what we agreed that we were going to do a first level dungeon, right? I feel like that's my first question when I come into this: is what level it is. So first level it is. Yep. Great, great. You can run through, uh, right. run your introductory PCs through Wandering DM's adventure. I'm going to suggest let's kick this off like we did last time uh, with a roll on the locations table, which will give us a sort of four section, uh, you know, something something of the something somethings for right. for our our title, <laughs> sort of a title of the adventure, if you will. So I'm going to ask you to roll Dan, and I'm going to look on the chart and tell you what we get. Okay. So these is that are percentile these are four, is that what that is? Yeah, four percentile yeah. rolls. Okay. So All right. Well, I gotta okay, I'm grabbing D tens. Not totally yep. happy about that. But anyway, uh, how about twenty-eight? Twenty-eight gives us uh crumbling. Crumbling. Ah, I like that. that. I like that. Yep. And um, thirty-six. That is Dungeons of the. So crumbling dungeons of the something. I'm going to jump over here to our, oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. 
Give me, give me a second here. I want to put the, the document up on screen so we can start writing. Uh, As Paul is doing this, uh, we're going to be pretty furious what we're doing today. So if a viewer has a comment or, you know, you, you think we got to add something that we're overlooking, uh, Super Chat is an option on YouTube. So we'll be sure to take a look at uh, if someone Super Chats a message to us today. We'll definitely include that. Crumbling dungeon of the... Sorry if that uh, typing just then was horribly. I'm going to try and remember to hit my mute button when I'm typing here because uh, I don't want to rumbling type. So go ahead. Give me the third one. What's our third roll, Dan? 50. 50 on the nose, Paul. All right. So again, uh, folks following along, this is volume one of the Adventure Design Desk Book. Uh, 50 for the feature is ice. Interesting. Interesting. Is there, is there one. one more here? One more. Second word of the feature. 96. 96 gives us worm. Crumbling dungeon okay. of the ice worm. Okay. Now I'll point out we had a uh, we had a suggestion on chat for crumbling dungeons of the bee lord. The bee lord. I love it because uh, of the hexes, That's pretty good. Right? Yeah, right? That's pretty good. Do you, do you like that better than ice worm? Jeez, I love them both. I you're asking <laughs> me to pick between two of my children, Paul. I can't yeah. do that. Well, They're how both about, how about how about how about crumbling dungeon of the ice bees? Let's mash yep, them together. That's it. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, ADB. Good to find out. <laughs> uh, Does ADB stand for a dungeon bee? Is that is that is has a has a sentient bee gotten on our chat today? I'm really glad you did. <laughs> Uh, in our in our uh, Google Doc here, you can see we've got uh, a table for some wandering monsters and uh, some a chunk here for the background text. Uh, but I'm going to skip all that because that's stuff that you and I, Dan, will probably fill out later off off camera. Um, okay. Okay. Unless unless you feel like any of that's super important for us to hit, I think more interesting is to key it in, right? Great. Great. Do it. So I'm going to jump jump on down here to our... That's our actually the reverse page. of how I usually Oops. do it myself, Oops. but this is fine. <laughs> the reverse, you usually write the background? Yeah. That's fascinating. Or, or I actually fill out the wandering table first and then the encounters. Hmm. I like to do the wandering table last because then I feel like I have a better feel for the dungeon and I know yep. what kinds of things should or shouldn't appear. Um, okay. So I'm going to jump between this text where we can't see the map and uh, and this view for folks so that you can see uh, the map that we're talking about. So I'll start off here. And let's just dive into room number one, Dan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do not have the dungeon stocking chart in front of my face. Do you? I do. Now, arguably, uh, like what I tend to do is I tend to pick a couple of the most important locations first maybe right. one or two of them on this map and kind of mm -hmm. design mm -hmm. them intentionally and then go to random methods after that. But, uh, okay. We could do something. Let me hit you with a couple of other in inspirational points that we could pull out of the adventure design desk book. Um, right. uh, for those, for those wondering again, uh, the, the, the initial tables here are Matt Finch's adventure design desk book, which has been reprinted in a single volume text, I think on, um, drive through RPG. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the heck it's called. Uh, 
you know, Dan. Uh, I'll look it up. Tome of Adventure Design by Matt Tome of Adventure Design. Tome of Adventure Design. Yeah. Thank you, uh, William. Yeah. So the the other interesting things is we can generate a mission, we can generate the villain's plan, and we can generate the details of some kind of very interesting custom boss monster or monster to appear in this thing. Although I feel like we're already well on our way with it being me-related. I agree with that. I agree with that. So, um, I don't know. How about a villain's plan? Shall we generate a villain's plan? See if that's inspiring to us. Yeah, it's one of my favorite ones to do. What what are those bees up to? Uh, are they sentient? Are they, are they just like bees? I don't know. Uh, um, villain's plan is telling me he's here on page 19. So I'm going to ask you to roll some more dice for me, Dan. Again, percentile. Go, Go ahead. Give me, give me, give me an initial percentile roll. 76. 76 gives us political power. The villain seeks to gain direct or indirect political power at some level of government. That seems really odd for bees. Uh, give me a I second agree. roll. I just want to, I just want to, I want to choice number two. Unless there's multiple hives, unless there's multiple hives in the wilderness and this one's trying to take control maybe, of the hive cluster. Maybe, oh, good, good. I like that. I like that. I like that. Give me a second one. I just want another one to choose from just in case. Uh, uh 85. It gives us reputation. The villain is trying to enhance his own reputation, either as an invincible villain or as a good person, which would be an infiltration tactic. Uh, political power. Right? This is very social. We have very social bees here. Dan. Yeah, right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> bees are very social. They have a whole. Okay. They have a whole uh, hierarchy. Or could be that we have something like uh, some kind of sentient ice thing who uses bees as his primary minion. Right, we could have like a, like a, 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 a an evil beekeeper, right? <laughs> Who is? Oh, I like that. Like right, like the the. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe hmm. weird. Uh, you know, I like the, so yeah. I I like the I like yeah. the bee I like there being a queen bee I like there being a queen bee mm. possibly. Mm-hmm. Like with wizard powers, uh, who is trying to expand her icy domain into other giant honeybee domains, which are not normally icy. I mean, you know, giant bees aren't yeah. normally ice natured. So this one has has new ice powered magic and is trying to expand her domain that way. That's that's wonderful because of course then now I'm expecting that we're also going to have some fire bees and some water bees. No way, ice is water. Uh, we're gonna have fire bees and uh, uh, other elemental bees, mud bees, I don't earth know. bees, right? <laughs> Lava bees. Sure. Great. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Great. Um, any any of these locations jumping out at you, Dan? As uh, we, I want an intentional placement. Um, to me, one and six are the obvious big rooms, but I'm really intrigued by room seven. What's going on there? There's like a platform and stairs down into something, some interesting sp- space. And, I, and I'm interested in nine, but seven, I feel like maybe that's like where the the larvas get thrown into a nutrient oh, bath before oh. they burst out. Interesting. I See, I thought it was going to be full of honey. No, not full of honey. Oh, <laughs> okay, both? yeah, 
maybe both. Maybe, maybe both. there's there's pools yeah, yeah, that yeah. larvae are thrown, and the walls and the ceiling are dripping with honey. Absolutely, honey ice. Exactly what that is, right? Because they're ice bees. <laughs> right, right, great. <laughs> and it's frozen on top, right? So you've got a crust. You've got a you've got a crust oh. on the honey thing, right? And you can break through it. You can get honey, but you'll have possibly bursting larvae at you. Awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself real quick here so you don't get me banging on the keys. Great. All right, so while Paul is doing that, and we can still hear you, Paul. And you Yeah, unless I'm hallucinating. <laughs> unless I've heard what Paul does so much, I'm just hallucinating it now. Um so while Paul is doing that, yeah, let's think about what we're going to do in the other places. I feel like, so William's saying nine looks like it has some sort of ice crystal in it already. I agree. Looks like there's a pond there. Um, and uh, I think most of us are agreeing one and six. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of how what's here in room seven. Are there larvae? Is that a monster we have to fight? Do we need some uh, monster stats? You know what? I'm just going to, maybe if I just pull the keyboard into my lap, you guys won't hear me. But give me a heads up in the chat if the keyboard noise is, uh, is bad. William's saying it's okay, and he doesn't per he doesn't mind um, what's what was happening already, so. Okay, great. I think you can so do we, do we need monster stats for these ice larvae? Right, maybe, maybe I want a stat block for nice. Uh, now I do feel I I think we should fill in the stat yeah. blocks later. I think that 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 okay. can be a post process thing. Uh, so the the one awkward thing is that giant bees are actually not a monster that appears in original D and D. So we're gonna have to um, kind of customize some stuff, perhaps the larva are similar in stature to giant rats. Now, aren't aren't giant bees in like the first monster manual? They are not. They are not. Oh, okay. You had to wait until uh, AD&D Monster Manual 2 um, in uh, 1983 hmm. before you ever got stats for giant bees. Hmm. Okay. Well, we got to make them icy anyway, so that that requires a whole thing. Yep. But I'm just what I'm going to do, Dan, is I'm just copying the stat block here, and I just put the, the name Ice Bee Larva. Great. Uh, so that Probably. honey icicles dang from the ceiling over an ice crusted pit of what is it? What did you tell me we have here? Uh, frozen honey. Okay, it is. But what I'm forgetting is the detail about the larva. You said something. It's yeah, so they're under. So it's 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 frozen on top, right? And mm -hmm. and giant bee honey is valuable, so you could break through it to get some. Except that larva pop up when you do that. Okay, uh, I will say. Uh, honey icicles dangle from the ceiling over an ice crusted pit of frozen honey, teeming with ice bee larvae. Perfect. Great. Room seven. Done. Is a treasure? Any treasure? Our viewers. Uh, the honey itself? Are with the honey. honey itself. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're focusing now on nine. I'm going to jump back to the map here. 
what do we like about nine? So our viewers are telling me that there's giant bees in the Moldvay rules, and actually I'm failing to find them. What is someone tell me what that's under? Is it under G for giant B? Is that it? Killer bee. Maybe uh, you guys are talking about killer bees, I think. There we go. Thank you for the, okay. the oh, people and the, exposing our, our audience to my terrible spelling. Uh, <laughs> great. Thanks. Thank you for Thank the spell check, friends. <laughs> uh, all right, let's not get hung up on this, Dan. We're gonna we agreed we're gonna stat yep. them later, and we gotta finish this thing agreed. in an hour. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> we're already twenty minutes um, in. <laughs> I know. We should place where the queen bee is, and what's interesting yep. about her location. I think. Great. Well, I mean, I I think she could be in nine, right? That's her private quarters, and we've got some giant crystal-looking thing, and it looks like a pool and a platform. I propose. Okay, let me yeah. make a counter proposal that she's in one, which 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 seems uh. which seems weird. But let's say that the northern opening is blocked by a wall of ice, so that generally okay. people have to run through either two, four, five, six to get into one, or they have to come in with magic that won't be available at first level. Okay, great, great. Yeah, I like that. They, could they also? I'll point out they also could come down three, seven, eight, six, one. Right, they can go down either side totally. to get yep. to the center. Exactly. Great. Exactly. Okay. All right. So she's at one. What do we have in one? Again, yep. it looks like we have a big pool in the center. We have a You're raised right. platform, some statuary. That's exciting You're stuff. Right. Uh, Queen Bee is maybe in a throne at the top of the um, the top of the, the the raised platform area. Totally. Yep. Totally. When do What's going bees... on with that pool? See, now I want that to be the magic honey. What do, what do bees have? What do bees produce other than honey? Like, is that is that it? Or I feel like there's some other chemical they produced. Uh, I, so I used to live next door to a guy who was a beekeeper, and uh, one of the things that he used to give me was little um, uh, pellets of of pollen, raw pollen that they would gather uh, okay. before it was okay. processed by them. Okay. And the claim was you could mix this in your tea or whatever, and if you ate it, you were exposing yourself to sort of local pollens, which would help build up your immunity for you know fighting off okay. allergies. Okay. The and then and then Vance is pointing out, uh, and, and actually several people in chat are pointing out royal jelly, of course. Got it. That's thank you. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> That's okay. okay. So so we could but we could adjust seven to be a giant pit of pollen, which is like creepy. And then put our mm. magic royal jelly in one. That frankly, uh, that very idea upsets me so much that that's what I want in seven now. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like the idea. It's almost like a ball pit, right? It's like a little kid's ball pit. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they're yeah. they're they're uh, 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 I'm going to say of fist sized pollen yeah. balls. Maybe there's a better word right. for that. We will edit later. Uh, teeming with ice bee larvae. It's, it's kind of gross. <laughs> it's very gross. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. We got the throne room. Uh, queen bee uh, uh, sits in a throne at the, on the top of the platform at the north end. 
pool, large pool of honey. Do we want this one to be honey? I I think so. Or call it royal jelly. I like either pool of royal jelly. Uh, separate her from what? What else is in this room? She here alone? Let's see. She got guardians. She's going to have guardians. Uh, someone suggested a slime monster in the pool. Uh, oh, oh, come on, royal, a royal, a royal. Wait, what kind of jelly? There's a there's a monster that's a jelly, right? There's a uh, oh, there's many. Uh, there's an ochre jelly. Yeah, okay. Is is I think what you're ochre thinking jelly. of? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be appropriate. A, a royal jelly. Uh... <laughs> I don't know what the right here. <laughs> uh, is the whole pool a one giant ochre jelly? What remind me about ochre no, jelly? What no, no, that's gonna is that's ochre jelly be the treasure. In... I... Is, is is and ochre jelly? How how does that fit our level one characters? Is that gonna? That's just yeah. Gonna I, well, it destroy it them, could right? be. I think that's good. I think that's good for another adventure. I think that's. A, I think. I think we should table that. I think that the <sighs> the queen should have some outside guardians, and the the pool should basically be the treasure. I think that's the way I'm leaning. Here's. I want to I want to steal this idea from uh, Joshua in the in the chat here. He says eating the royal jelly should give you B mutations 50-50, whether oh. those are beneficial or harmful. Oh great! Well, yeah, we'll do that. A large pool of royal jelly grants B mutations. Uh, Fifty. Oops. And or ice power mutations. All right. <laughs> it could be a um, matrix. It could be a matrix of B mutations and ice mutations. <laughs> Harmful. Large pool of royal jelly grants ice beam mutations uh, uh, to those that consume it. 50 50 if these are beneficial or harmful. Um, and I'm not just going to drop in here two stat blocks. I'm going to put in a stat block for uh, uh, ice beam, what do we call them? Guardians or uh, uh, ice beam royal guard, maybe? Yes. Have some number of those, yep. and then we should have the queen as well. Right. So uh, just for now, Tasty. we could say we could say the uh, the queen. And I put all of this is... in the wrong room. Sorry, just notice I put that under nine, and this well, is actually going under one. Cut and paste. Boom. Copy paste. Done. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Okay. So uh, let me see. Okay, so just I'm just going to fill in some so just for placeholders here, some equivalent. So I'm going to say the queen is as a giant wasp. That actually is a thing in the D and D plus uh, fourth level wizard. Cool. Okay, that's cool. kind of appropriate. We'll face that okay. later, and then uh, the ice bee royal guard uh, can be like half as big as a giant wasp. Giant wasps are pretty darn bad in original DD, so that's for a first level dungeon, I think that's appropriate. Cool, great. Just give you an idea before we fill out the full stats later. Excellent. Okay. 
Um, okay, we have only nine rooms of the meeting entry ten. Uh, okay, we've 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 got the ice queen bee in one. We've got an interesting stuff going on on seven. Um, um, what about making nine a treasury? Absolutely, sure. Uh, there's a big crystal in it. There's another pool. This is our our second or possibly third pool going on here. Right. There's a platform. I feel like that crystal has got to be something awesome. Oh, okay. The okay. I'm nice finally crystal. seeing the crystal. You've yeah, said that yeah, a couple of times. The far side. Viewers have said yeah. that a couple times. Right. Um, yeah. Interesting. Is that like is that like a protrusion from a magical glacier that when the giant bees lick it, they, they suddenly become mutated with ice powers? Wait, I, I'm, try, I'm trying to trying to make it treasure, Dan. I'm trying to make it good. Got it. Great. <laughs> something cool for the. I mean, now it could be like the source of ice magic or something, right? This is right. This is what right. made these bees ice bees rather right. than something else. Right, so this is some kind of yeah. magical ice power crystal, some crystal that grants you. I don't. I, maybe I don't need to fill it in right now, but I'm thinking something that has you know charges that you can do stuff like I don't know, shoot ice darts or make it a wall of ice or blah blah blah, various ice or command command bees, yeah. Or command. I think we're bees, all. Sure. I think we're all leaning in that direction. Is right. The crystal on nine is going to be magically giving you ice or command powers. Yeah. Magic crystal. I'm, okay, now, now I'm converting. I'm stop. I'm, I'm, I'm giving up on the flowery writing for now. I'm just going to say magic <laughs> crystal in corner. France. Uh, powers. Mm, of ice. Command these, etc. Well, that sounds awesome. Uh, we'll probably give that crystal some kind of interesting sounding name. Uh, um, what else is in here, Dan? There's, there's this pool. What's what's in the pool, or what is the pool of? Maybe it's just maybe it's just frozen. It's just like a frozen water, which is kind of funny, right? I, I don't yeah, know. I've, you, you know what? A fight it's, scene where there's <laughs> and it's runoff from the crystal, right? So the crystal is like a glacier that's protruding in here. It's slowly melting and it's melting into that pool. Excellent. So is the crystal, sorry, so is the crystal a thing, in my mind, the crystal is a thing the players could take. It sounds to me like you think it's like refrigerator sized or bigger. Um, I agree with that. Uh, they could chip off pieces. They could chip off pieces. And come back little, more, little, little, more Make later, little yeah. ice iron stones that, uh, that yeah. uh, they're like iron stones, but they slowly melt, so they only last a day or two. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's it. Corner uh, and chip off pieces to uh, each split here. Uh, as an iron stone that melts in, I'm going to say one to three days. D6 days. How about D6 days? 
okay. I'm gonna pitch. Um, I'm gonna pitch three magic powers that you get. Uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, the pool. I want to say that runoff has created an icy patch on the floor, um, causing those. Uh, who walk on it to slip and fall? Something? I don't know. Yep. Detail that in a minute. Now I feel like there's got to be some kind of guardian or monster in here, possibly up on the ledge. Okay. Absolutely. Go on. Well, Give if the they're powers. bees and they're flying and they avoid they avoid the icy patch, so you player characters are stuck with it, but they're flying and they don't, they don't suffer it. Mm-hmm. 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 So I put some Great. bee guards in here. Uh, ice bees, uh, ice bee guardians will uh, launch from ledge north and You wanted to pitch okay. powers so, for the yeah. I'm going to pitch three powers here. I'm just stealing from a potions table, actually. So when you take off a chip, it's one of the following three things: it's either animal control bees, or invulnerability, because you get hard like a sheath of ice, or clairaudience. Clairaudience. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm just okay. Change that to Claire olfactoriness. <laughs> Claire olfactoriness. You get super smelling powers. Clearly, doesn't like that word. But that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a Dan special. That's a wandering DM's Dan special for you. You get a new word today. Claire olfactoriness. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great. Yeah. Uh, okay. So cool. That gave us uh, rooms one, seven, and nine, which thirty-three yep. percent of intentional placement feels pretty good to me. Did you want to do one more, or do you want to uh, nope. start randomizing? I would have been happy with even just one or two there. Yep. Yeah. Three feels like uh, we're getting we're going too deep. So we're in the uh, back. We got we're room in the back half hour. We should. We should go to random Great. random fill-ins. So let's let's uh, we've done room one. So let's jump to room two. Great. Got my uh, Moldvay uh, contents table here, which this morning I discovered was actually almost identical to original D and D, as well as the treasure table. Thanks. So whichever one you're looking at, pretty much the same. Oh my goodness! William is suggesting it's Claire Scent Ian's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, uh, how about we switch roles here, Dan? I will roll, and uh, you tell me what what yes. goes in the room. Yeah. Okay. So what you do you give what me? Do a D six. Yeah, D six is what we're doing now. I got a two. Now that's a monster. Okay. Great. How are we? Uh, what did we do last time for monsters? I feel like we uh, did the thing I that I used to customized, do. I have customized. Okay, that's the uh, you. You have. You have. That, I have. That's what I wanted to. I have, have some customized tables here. Um, so roll a d six for what level of monster? 
Okay, I got a two again. Okay, now that's a first level monster. I'll roll a d12 and I'll tell you a specific monster which is appropriate at the first level. Great. I got a one. How about a giant centipede? How about giant centipedes, giant. which have, a, have kind of weak poison? Great, great. Uh, uh, so I am coming in here into this dock and I'm gonna put a giant centipedes. Now, looking at the room, I'm seeing like some little. Um, we've got. Uh, Dan, your, your your typing is actually quite loud. I think. I am. Uh, okay. I'm hearing it. I will stop doing it. Bit, Thank so, you. So maybe maybe you can lay off the keyboard there. Um, it, uh, so I'm seeing, I'm seeing a couple alcoves with something. I don't know what are those torches or. Uh, I don't think they're statues. They're pillars. I don't know what's in there. Little circles, little tiny circles is what Dyson has drawn for us. And we have giant centipedes. Uh, any, any, you want to add any details to this room? It looks mostly empty. Um, and just these interesting alcoves. Uh, how about the alcoves contain shards of magically glowing ice? Great. Or I was thinking uh, pipes to a location underground that's throwing up frozen fumes into the room, making it cold. Uh, that'd be the first time we're adding something weirdly mechanical. Okay, great. Uh, that seems a little odd, a little counter to the bees thing. Uh, um, is, good is, there, is there any... Is there anything B related we can put in there? Okay. Oh, I'm just gonna say glowing shards of ma magical ice. Emily, white room. Any any detail you want me to add about the centipedes? I want you to roll Where a d6 and deter thereby determine how many there are. Three. I got three. There are three of them. Uh, I think I, okay, I, they've I been attracted. What? Yep, they've been attracted yeah, to the on. lights, and when you try to take one, then they jump out at you. Uh, are they in the walls, and they're gonna like emerge from holes? Are they uh, climbing around on the ceiling? Are they just in the alcoves? They're just crawling around in the alcoves. Yeah, I think they're Actually, crawling that seems around. Like the if they're back. attracted, yeah, if they're if they're attracted, yeah. <clears throat> Falls behind crystals and will attack if. Sorry, I'll say Joshua and I were thinking similarly, but now we're moving in a different direction from that. Okay. Uh, do we need to roll for treasure, or that was built into that yes. initial roll? Also a d6? Also nope. Treasure. That's a separate roll. Got a five. One. No treasure. No look. treasure. Very good. All right, Just rolling on then. Let's do room three, or unless you want to do four, because that's a progression towards. Let's do three. The goal. Let's, we'll, we'll do it yeah, in numerical okay. order. Okay. Great, great. I'm a number uh, kind of guy. Three is also more or less empty, except we've got like a big block in the center and kind of a big block on the north end. 
Okay, so some of us have been trying to go, how does the crumbling theme work in here? So I feel that those blocks are big chunks of the ceiling that have fallen down, and maybe there's mm -hmm. more chunks mm -hmm. to go. Should right. they be... So here's... What, what are they? Are they stone? Are they wax? Are they ice? Wax? We haven't done anything with wax. But is it like frozen wax because it's ice? Mm-hmm. Fallen from the ceiling to the center and north side of this room. Uh, I feel like we just uh, forced our roll into a trap. Yeah. Right. There yeah, you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking the same thing yeah. right then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see here. Okay, I'm going to roll for a level here. Okay, I'm going to pitch a thing. Uh, if they, if people poke around with the fallen blocks, a, a shard might fall on the explorer. Because it's all cracked. Can we, can we, can we just say that anyone walking around in the north half of the room? Because that seems like where, where these blocks are. We just say like any right. any movement around the north side of the room might cause a large chunk of frozen wax to fall on the on on the on somebody, right? Definitely. Uh, That's it. As Paul's typing that, I'll tell the viewers that's probably going to be like 2d6 damage. We'll fill those stats in later, but that's probably going to be on the order of like 2d6 save for half type damage. Might hit one or two people. That's actually exactly the detail I was about to ask for. So, thanks, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, may cause? Is there a chance that they'll cause it or definitely cause? Or... Uh, yeah, I would say, um, you know, the standard in the standard in classic D&D is like two and six, right? So if let's say you spend more than uh, more than a single minute in the walking around the north end, there's a two and six chance you get hit by it. What I've written here is anyone moving through the north half of the room has a two and six chance to cause a large chunk of frozen wax to fall on them, causing 2d6 damage save for half. Great. We can we can leave the detail for how frequently to do that. I think. I agree. To the DM, I'm gonna roll for. I'm gonna roll to see if there's treasure in that room, and the roll comes up no. Oh, this this happened to us. I think in the last time we did this, Dan, where there was like no treasure at all. Yeah. But uh, okay, let's let's push on because we still got uh, yep. four or five rooms here to do. So uh, we're down to the I'm last. Gonna start roll, I'm gonna I'm gonna start rolling, and while Paul types, okay. is what I'm gonna what we're gonna do here. Great. So in room four, roll my d6 here. Game science, totally fair. Um, I got a five, which means that that room is empty. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Uh, this would be room four, empty. Yeah. What is going on in room four? We've got some some whole lot of pillars. It looks like. Uh, I feel like I want to write something about it. So, uh, 
Okay, these are giant, uh, these are these are extra large balls of pollen. And um, the area has tremors, and there's a two and six chance that they all start rolling around and smash into you. That's a trap. I thought this was empty. Okay. I was just gonna all add right. color. I was just gonna add color. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. um, so I was just gonna add color, and we already have pollen over at seven, so I feel yeah. like Right. Let's just say that uh, what I was going to say is um, like uh, ice. I just want to. I just want to thematically give the right. If the players have come in through the north and they went through two and they were like, ah, we're glowing ice and centipedes. We haven't. They haven't really felt the bees yet. So as we come into number four, I want to hint more at bees. So maybe um, the the ceiling's held aloft by huge pillars of frozen wax. The the walls are have you know frozen honey icicles. But just generally, generally little, little, little flavor like that. Uh, Vaulted ceiling held aloft by pillars of frozen wax, honey icicles. Um. The end. Otherwise, we're very good. Number five. Now, five is interesting in this. Is I put a very little. There's a little number in there because there's this weird little alcove off the hallway with something in it. Right. I don't know what. Right. What is that? A couple of squares. Now, yeah, could be. So obviously, Who normal knows? dungeons that would be boxes or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe they've been dragged in here by the bees. Uh... Steven says we could put larvae inside the columns, but again, I'm going to lean on the fact that the dice told us that room's empty. No monsters, no right. traps. Right. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's it's nice to give them a room where they're finding like frozen honey and like you, I'm imagining the DM describe things like oh it's kind of like weird yellow icicles and if they taste them it tastes sweet like that's who tastes the icicles but maybe someone might. <laughs> <Okay>. I've seen <laughs> DMs say that their players routinely lick everything in the dungeon. Is, is <laughs> what I've been told. Wouldn't be interesting. <laughs> uh, what did you get for room five? Okay, I got special, unfortunately, which of course throws it back to us to come up with something creative. Um, okay, I'm making, well, I'm making some rolls. Says, oh, yes, ADB says it looks like treasure, and I my my no. gut is leaning into like, is this something that was left behind by previous failed exploration of this area by other treasure hunters? Mm -hmm. uh, so oh, I'm imagining. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Like there's some boxes or chests, and you open them up, and there's like beekeeper suits in them maybe or oh, like good. like a you know what's the tools they use that that like produces the smoke like a smoke little hand puppy right. smoke producing thing. yeah yeah <laughs> uh, i like that and it and it's and it's covered over in ice so you have to chip through the ice in order to get at it great i like that uh remains of a previous Edition. Sit in this alcove. 
including ice encrusted boxes holding keeping suits and smoke producing I wish I knew what the heck the name is. I'm going to have to look up the name of that. That's an actual thing that beekeepers use, right? That right. Smokers. I'm sure one of our viewers can tell us <laughs> what that is. Uh, I mean, now this is D&D. &D, so it could just be like a wand of smoke that produces smoke, which can cause uh, oh. anything within the smoke to become... Uh, Placid and uh, docile. Yes, that's really good. I like that a lot, actually. Wand of smoke. Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's say seven charges. Okay. Now, so as I do, as I do a Google here, I'm seeing that there's one there's one uh, theory that that bees interpret smoke as sign of a forest fire. That it's illusory forest fire, so we it could be a wand of illusion that only produces illusions of smoke. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know why you got why, why you got to ham you got to get ram my awesome very custom magic item <laughs> okay. to uh, something that, that pre-exists. No. I'm, I'm just I'm just giving a options. Wand that shoots smoke. <laughs> I'm just giving options. Do that. Anyway, we can come back. We can edit this thing. But basically, a wand that produces smoke that will cause the beast to become docile or fleet. Something. Something like that. Beasts don't like This that. is the point in the show where we're yelling at each other, as, as predicted yeah. earlier. No! No! Stop, <laughs> Stop ruining my, my smoke wand. <laughs> I'm really invested in the smoke wand now. I'm 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 any I'm pretty sure any player of mine would immediately like hold it between their lips, carry it around this this kind of wand that's slowly trailing smoke wherever they go. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> we got two rooms left. What's in six? Great. I mean, my gut says six needs to be like the central hive that has a bunch of bees in it, but uh, uh, I'm gonna so the and the dice tell me monsters are here. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you do you want to go to random monster suggestion, or do you want to put uh, more basic bees in here? I mean bees, right? If we came down two, yeah. four, five, we still haven't seen right. a damn bee yet. Uh, I think I agree be with bees that. Here. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, so these will be uh, like one <laughs> hit die ice bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. How many? I feel like a lot. It's got to be. It's a big room. Agreed. How about eight? We can do eight, we can eight. do more. Eight ice bees, sure. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about the central hive? Uh, it's an interesting space because we've kind of got, uh, according to the illustration, we've got benches and we've got uh, some big platforms on either side and we've got the entryway down to nine mm -hmm. as well as the door back up to one. How do I even get up to the door to one now that I'm looking at this uh, map? I, I gotta like climb or something or fly because I'm a bee. I don't know. Yeah. But why yeah, are there stairs point. in here in general when there are bees? I wonder. What's going on here? I feel I feel like the I, the queen ice bee is actually like an anthropomorphic, like human yeah. slash bee hybrid. Yeah. I don't know why I can picture her that way, but that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about that? So she she's preparing to take over 
human communities, right? So she has prepared an amphitheater expecting that she was going to have human minions in here that she would come out and address from the high platforms. So it hasn't happened yet, but she's Has preparing it, for can, human audiences at some point. Can I can I can I suggest that it has happened and that there, in addition to ice bees in room six, we also have some normal humans dressed as bees who have been charmed by the queen ice the queen ice bee. <laughs> and they're wearing they're wearing Done. costumes. Done. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. And they're very colorful. Uh, they're very, they're, they got their bee mittens on and they're great. <laughs> they're bee hats. <laughs> uh, how many normal humans are in here? Um, like four. Yeah, only four. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think they should be in beekeeper costumes because I find beekeeper costumes creepy, frankly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You're in beekeeper costumes. Uh... And you're going to come in, you're going to think that they're controlling the bees, but it's the other way around. There you go. There you go. Uh, uh, we'll expand on that text later. That's a thing we can do in post. Right. We're down to the last five right. minutes. We gotta, we gotta fill in this last room, Dan. What's in oh. room number eight? Yeah. Uh, room number eight, I'll remind you, is just is in between this room we just filled and the larva room. Uh, it's kind of an interesting little side room. Looks like it's got, uh, I don't know what, like a it almost it almost looks kind of altery to me, or a little platform on there yeah. on the side with some stairs up. There are. There's more stairs yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dice say trap. Um, now my gut kind of feels this is a good place for like a side secondary monster. What do you think? Trap or monster? Uh, can we, can we incorporate those together? So again, now I'm, now again, it looks, my, my, my brain is immediately going to some kind of religious thing. So like, there's yeah. like a little statue of maybe the queen, the ice, the queen ice bee here. And if you muck with it, it will animate an attack. Great. Uh, excellent. Okay, so let's, let's let's plug that one in. Any treasure? Did I say no? Treasure. Still, I feel like well, this is something we did last time, right? Is we took a final treasure pass because right, uh, right. Uh, because there was not enough treasure, frankly, and I'm a little worried about the right. treasure quantity of this of this thing. Uh, yeah, I have I have a couple suggestions. Cool. Okay. What do you got? got okay. Now, in left. number one, we should be, and and this dungeon is about big enough, I think, at first level for maybe about two thousand for us silver pieces of treasure. So I think that the royal jelly in room one, you should be able to collect a thousand silver pieces worth and take it away. <laughs> Uh. Okay, sure. Put that note in there. <laughs> yep. And then uh, maybe the, the humans in six. 
Oh, you know, uh, well, I guess also one. Maybe the humans in six have carried in some jewelry. They could have like 500 silver pieces. Carrying 500 SP worth of jewelry under their beekeeper costumes. Yep. Yep, yep. And then maybe we could put like uh, five hundred worth in eight, um, if they if like in the in the altar area, in that shrine area. Sure, um, that's kind of what it feels like to me. Can I say that five hundred silver pieces worth of offerings are laid at the feet of the Lovely. statue? I love it. That's nice and like a collection ball. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great, great. Uh, what have we not done here, Dan? Is uh, we have not filled in the background or any notes. Uh, mm -hmm. The wandering monster yep. chart uh, still to go here. Uh, I don't know if we right. uh, if we've have, did we win. That's my question. Did we win? Did we do it in an hour? I think we basically we filled in we filled in you know what we're going to do in the encounter areas. Um, I, yeah. And I almost feel like the wandering table is going to be, we, we almost know what's going to be there. We're going to have bees, we're going to have controlled humans, we're going to have centipedes. Mm -hmm. um, so at mm -hmm. least we, we know at least what half of what's on there. Um, Great. I could, I could pitch another three things right now if you want. Um, but but even, even so, we fill in the encounter areas. I feel like that's, uh, I feel like we won. I think so. I think so. I think we did yeah. it. Holy yeah. crap! <laughs> a little viewers. Did we do that? Is that what we meant? Is that what we set up to do? I think we did that, right? You tell us. I think we Was did. that it? <laughs> Ash is recommending a wandering bee vizier. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We don't have anyone between the queen and the and the and the guardians and the warriors and the and the slaves there. Slaves are they slaves? I don't know. The charm charm victims, whatever we call them. Yep. Uh, Your slaves fall. Yeah. They're slaves. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you know okay. what? Bad on her. Bad on her for doing that. She should not have done that. And I am personally quite cross. I mean, that feels to me like a very nice, a very nice Thrones. hook, honestly, for the yeah. to get the players in here yeah. is to have like, hey, so and so was abducted or went missing, and sure enough, right. they're in here in a beekeeper right. suit. Right. Right. And you could you could link <laughs> clues. That uh, giant bees are involved, and then when it turns out that they're ice bees, that's a whole you've thrown a monkey I mean, wrench at the players like that. The, the way I want to introduce this to my players is down at the local village. Uh, the 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 local beekeeper has gone missing. Can you please go rescue him? <laughs> you drag him down to this location. <laughs> Our victims are are called drones, is what I'm being told. Our victims are told drones. Victims in uh, area drones. six are drones. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Excellent. guys. I'm gonna just write write that note in there so we get get that text in there when. Uh... Yep. Perfect. Uh, great. Nice. Great. Uh, great. That was, there you go, Dan. We pumped one out. That was fun. Good job. Good job. Good for us. And thank you, viewers, for Excellent. helping us out. There were some great ideas there. Yeah. 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 I really, honestly, that's that's a this is not a thing that's normally part of our process for making adventures on the side. Normally, I don't do it with an audience. Um, <laughs> But honestly, I really like the impact. I love uh, I love all the uh, viewers uh, giving us ideas that helped a lot, kept us kept us rolling forward. So thank you everyone in the chat for doing that. Um, we will 
uh, polish up this thing and we will uh, distribute it for free to all our patrons and we will put it up on our drive-thru as well for anybody who would rather just pick it up for cheap. Um, Correct. Once it's all, and that worked out really gussied. well last time and um, and we're really happy to uh, get the feedback that that is something that, uh, that folks want to see. So um, if you want to see uh, more of that in the future, uh, leave a comment. We really enjoy this. And we also have ideas for maybe a bigger thing or maybe a wilderness thing or maybe an aquatic thing and see how, how uh, you want to challenge uh, us, uh, us next time. We'd like to hear that. Yeah, definitely. Leave us uh, some, some comments here in the video, uh, viewers. Tell us uh, what did you like, what did you not like, what are you still confused about, about our process of making these things? Uh, what would you like to see in the future? Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Definitely, yes. And, you know, if you're new to the show uh, and you, you haven't seen this before, remember that you can like, follow, and subscribe to us. We're The Wandering DMs, and we're on YouTube and Twitch and Twitter and Facebook and also GitHub. And we do have the handle Wandering DMs on all of those sites. So look for us there. Please do. Uh, if you prefer to just listen to us uh, in audio-only format, uh, then uh, you're missing out because you're not seeing the map and you're not uh, watching us uh, frenetically type things. But, <laughs> but you could do that. Uh, you could do it. Uh, uh, podcasts of our show are available on our website at wanderingdms.com, also through various carriers such as Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, if you're listening to us on one of those sites, please take a moment to rate and review our show on that site. That helps other users of that site find us, and we really appreciate it. Wow, there's still great comments going on in the chat right there. As our <laughs> viewers have come around to to the to the phrase "power behind the drone," which is like, wow, I would not right, right. That's gold. That's brilliant. That is anyway. I think, I think we're retitling this thing right away. Go on. Yeah, right. I, that might be the new title. Okay. And now, thanks to all of our viewers and patrons who support the show. And if you'd like to join them, please visit patreon.com slash wanderingdms. And we do have several tiers with discounts on merch, access to our private Discord server, monthly behind-the-scenes videos, polls, and surveys, and after-party chat on our Discord server that we'll be holding in about 10 minutes from now. Uh, Paul, you're on tomorrow with TDR. Am I right? Yes? Yes, yes, we will be doing one very last look at 10 Dead Rats where uh, uh, all of us who have played the campaign are going to sit back and chat about uh, what worked, what didn't work, uh, what questions we still have, and just kind of retrospect on the whole campaign and introduce what we will be doing going forward. So uh, come join us uh, tomorrow night at uh, 8 p.m. right here on Wandering Games. Fantastic. I will personally be looking forward to that. But don't forget, of course, we are live every Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So please join us again next week for another thought-provoking discussion. We'll see you then.